Welcome to Shorts with Tara and Jill. I am Jill. And I am Tara. And Jill, I mean, I know you have something really important to tell me about swimsuits. And although I think everybody wants to hear because swimsuit shopping is the absolute worst. It is the worst. I swear to God, someone needs to come up with a swimsuit store. And I'm sure they exist. I'm sure I just am too scared to go to them. Where that's like amazing lighting and not you're you you do not feel like you're in this like big open neon space and where you can't see all your cellulite and maybe where they have like a little self-tanner beforehand anyways but no so I just as we've talked about like just way too many times on this podcast I uh I I just like have had enough with the my old bathing suits with my like cheap ass bathing suits and I'm just done and so I decided I was going to come to terms with the, my features, my physical features. And I was going to try to buy a bathing suit that are multiple that, um, I don't know that I would feel comfortable in and that would flatter me versus what I think I should wear. So I spent a lot of time online, like hours and hours. And I finally found a brand I'm actually, I got a two piece from this brand, which is great. I'm waiting for the one piece to come, but um, it's called Jets Australia. Is oh, I love Jets. So cute. It's really good. And here's what I decided. So I'm probably like a little more comfortable in a one piece, just being, just not having my stomach sticking out there, but my stomach isn't that bad. And I need support up top. So it's a little better for me to wear a two piece because it's like wearing a bra. Like I really need a bra. And um, so I kind of came to terms with that. I also, I went for like a slightly, so I went for a little bit more of a supportive top, but not necessarily underwire. It just has like thicker straps, but they're very fashionable. Like it just looks very sleek, but it's, it's very supportive. And it's adjustable, which I like. So like in the back, you can really tie it as tight as you want. So that is helpful for me. And then I kind of came to terms with the fact that I need a higher cut, not cut, but like a the waistband to be higher than my tip, my own bikinis were. So I like to call this a two piece and not really a bikini because it's it really is like a one piece cut into two piece, but it's not a tankini, just to be clear. Yeah. We're not in tankini territory. We're still in like bikini territory, but it's really more of a two piece than a bikini. If you understand the difference. So I, I have a couple of things to say. First of all, I hate tankinis. It like should never have been invented. I cannot, but Jets Australia, um, you know, who also carries that brand is Eden Pond Swim and it's such a great brand. She gave me one of those suits and I love it. Like the adjustable straps. And funny enough, which I think I've talked about before is I would have never worn a high-waisted bottom ever, but I absolutely love them now. I think it's more flattering for my body type and, you know, some other, but I really like it. I'm so surprised because I didn't think I would. Um, And really cute. And I totally agree with you with the two piece. I too, I have a hard time with one piece also because I'm short, but when you wear the two piece and you need to have a little bit of a lift and you have a nice stomach, that actually helps. If you don't have the lift, then you 
your stomach isn't looking as flattering because your boobs are hanging lower than they should, right? Right. And so, um, so that's why, and that's great. I'm so happy you found suits. Yeah, and the bottoms are not they're not necessarily high, high waisted. Like they don't go above my belly button, but they approach it more so than, than past ones. And I think that, um, you know, and I, with the one piece, I still want one pieces because I, I find them more comfortable sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, um, also, or if I like burn the crap out of my stomach and need, need to not be showing my. Well, but, it's also like if you're going to be doing some more activities, like if you're on yeah. vacation, and you're not just, hanging out like maybe you're water skiing or maybe you're doing something a one piece is definitely key definitely but what I noticed about my one pieces that I have now and they're not exactly cheap but they're the wrong style like they don't have support so it they're really lovely suits but they don't have there it's just it's just the material like there's nothing there's no structure around the boobs and I just can't do that anymore so um, I now have found, I've looked for ones that have some sort of structure around the top. We'll see how it works. I'll update you next time. Can't wait to hear. <laughs> but Tara, I have been reading, this is really going to shock you. You know, I'm really into like this, like productivity stuff in general. I mean, not as a profession, but I love like, I love organization and structure and like how to be more efficient with my time and all that stuff. And so I don't remember where I heard about this book, but it's called Atomic Habits by James Clear. And I listened to it on audio book as an audio book. Um, and it is about, it's about how, how it, it essentially is like a, a roadmap for how to create habits or stop doing habits. Like it's, so it's, um, it takes you an example, like what, are, what kind of habit are we talking about? It could be anything. I mean, he, part of what I like about it is he kind of leaves it, he leaves it a little open to whatever you, however you want to interpret a habit, but he'll talk about things like, now, and some of it is just a little too anal for me. Like he'll talk about things like habit stacking. So it's like, and, and he has all these worksheets, which I have not used. Cause that's like one step too far. But all these worksheets where you can say, you know, when I when I wake up in the morning, I put on my workout clothes and then I, you know, drink a full cup of water and then I go to the gym and then, I, you know, you kind of like have these these daily rituals, rituals or routines um, that are can be positive. He also talks about, he gives really good examples of how to like stop doing things. So he talked about, now I'm going to forget the author's name. He's, a very, he's like a very well-known, very historic author. And I can't believe I'm forgetting his name right now. But anyways, he had his assistant, he was having trouble getting through writing a book. He just couldn't get it done. So he had his assistant hide, lock up all of his outdoor clothes. So he had no clothes to go outdoors and he basically spent weeks in his home writing it and getting it done. So he talks about like how to kind of erect things, obstacles for yourself. Um, he'll also talk about things like how to um, make your environment. He, he's like, you have to make it easy to adopt a habit. So if you you know, want to eat more fresh fruit. And we all kind of common sense know this, but don't do it. If you want to eat more fresh fruit, like put a bowl of apples on the counter. He talks about how he did that. He 
instead of having them in the fridge, he like stuck them on the counter and then he started to eat like three fruits a day instead of none and whatever. So Tara, let me just show you. Do you think this is positive? Do you think this is positive habit creation? What I have on my counter, which <laughs> looks like a bowl full of yummy little chocolate. Little <laughs> Easter eggs. I don't think this is the one he's talking about. <laughs> well, as in general, do you find that you're a pretty structured routine person, number one? Number two, if you are, if your routine has to vary, are you adaptable to that? Right. So what bothers me a little bit about his book, I am very structured. But what I find is when something, when like a piece of my Tetris like comes out, like when the Jenga game of my day comes out, I don't know what to do with myself. Like I can't, I can't like recover. I can recover, but I'm all kerfuffled. And so, and I find that if I don't, like I rely on that structure. So if I don't have that structure, I'm sort of like not sure what to do and not, I don't get stuff done. So for example, today I have meetings until 1130. So that's pretty structured. But then from 1130 onwards, I don't have meetings, but I have a lot of stuff I got to do, but I'm like sitting here terrified because I have no plan. So I'm going to have to come up with a plan. But, you know, I think with, with what his, the, what he talks about is look, and this is actually the most helpful thing for me in the book. What he talks about is, you know, if you run two miles one day, you're going to say to yourself, well, that's not much. Like, that's not going to make much of a change. I'm not going to become a better runner with two miles a day. But if you did two miles a day and then two miles the next day, he kind of talks about it as if, I don't know how to describe this, but as if like you're flying an airplane. If you're in the air and you make, you, you turn the airplane like seven inches to the right, you're going to end up at the end of the trip, you're going to end up like tens of thousands of miles to the right. So he's sort of like, like these little changes that you make. That's why he calls it atomic habits. Like these little changes that you make, if you're consistent with them and do them over time, they are going to make a big change. You just kind of have to have that consistency. And the problem is that people get very bored. So if you, you make a change, you get in a routine and that's great, but then it becomes boring. And he's like the best athletes, the most successful people are those who can get over that boredom and continue to make those like changes and, 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 and take on those habits over time. And then they, they see this big change, but it is over a, a decent amount of time. So basically he's saying start slowly, but ease into it, but do it, be consistent, but don't overdo, like just take it one day at a time in a sense, but make sure that you do it every day. Yeah. And he also said, if you're starting something new, what he's found to be successful with people who he's worked with is you actually limit it to two minutes or you pick a time frame, right? So like, I am going to meditate for two minutes and then I have to stop. I have to stop. And what you find over time is that the people are like, well, I'm already meditating. So I might as well do like two more minutes. And it's, he said he did this with, with somebody who lost like 70 pounds by going to the gym. And he started off by saying, I can only stay at the gym for 15 minutes. And then over time, he would just stay longer because he was already there and why not? Um, And he ended up losing a lot of weight because of it. So I don't know. I don't think I'm ever going to become a marathon runner, but by, you know, running around the block. Yeah. But I think it's, it's a good approach to things because it's not overwhelming. You know what I mean? Like 
it's not saying you have to go from zero to a hundred in a, in a minute, in a day. It's saying you'll get yourself there slowly, but you'll get there. Yeah. And he even, he says people who go zero to a hundred in a day fail. They end up failing because they get injured or they, you know, if they don't see the results they want to see. And you also need to be like reasonable about your expectations around results. That makes me think before that just brings me back to after you have a child, like when you go back mm -hmm. to the gym, like, first of all, you don't even know your body. You're like, what happened to that person that was like super fit and like could fit in them? Like, who am I? And whose boots are these? Like, yeah. And I think it can be kind of disheartening when you get back into the gym and like you're can't catch your breath and you're, you know, really. And so I remember, especially with my third to, I would say I'm giving myself a year. Like I literally, it's the body to bounce back and you're yeah. tired and you have a newborn and all these, you know, other kids that the expectation has to be low, but just keep going, keep doing it. Yeah. And I mean, particularly if you have, like, sometimes your body doesn't work the same way. Like you're, if you have diastasis you, and your stomach muscles are not working the same way and nor will they ever, like that's very hard to get over mentally, I think, but you, you have to just kind of keep at it. And um, that's why it's, sometimes I feel like I really like soul cycle because you, you kind of set your own goals, right? Like you're not, you turn the knob as many times as you want to turn it or you go up and wait or whatever. You find like a different way to, to, to kind of improve your performance and improve your fitness but the fun of it is still, is always there. Like it's always like fun and the music and the, it's just like a fun atmosphere. But in terms of the physical activity, you can kind of choose your own pace and your own way to make improvements. Well, Joe, thank you for that insight. If you guys have any comments or questions, let us know. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of Shorts. Bermuda shorts, jean shorts, short shorts, boy shorts, tennis shorts, cargo shorts, beaded shorts, running shorts, board shorts.